Hey, everybody, this is Lisa. I am so excited to welcome you to another episode of Unfuck Your Life. And this one, we're talking about what is the big fucking deal about sugar anyway? Sugar is just sugar, right? It's just, it's everywhere. When you go to the grocery stores, it's everywhere. If you stop at the fast food and oh my goodness, don't even talk about when you see the commercials on TV, this and it's sugar that, it's for little kids, it's for adults, it's, it's everything. It's the thing to go parties with. It's the thing, obviously, everybody who's eating sugar, they're feeling really good. And why are you fucking qualified to talk about sugar anyway? you know what? I was a sugar holic. I was a sugar addict. I was a sugar. I had to consume the most amount of sugar. If you ever had to, maybe I'm just a crazy person all by myself, but there on holidays, when you were thinking about holiday, were you thinking about the fun times or were you thinking about, oh my goodness. When I remember when I was a little kid, it was the only time we had candy in the house. It was like at Easter. It was like at Christmas. It was the only time when there would be pies and cakes and all these kinds of things that we never, ever had. And so we would just engorge ourselves because dessert was never something. I, don't, I still don't even think of dessert with a regular kind of meal. I think of it like the dessert is the stuffing the food, the stuffing the food kind of thing. And the pounds inevitably went on my body. And I can remember a time when I was, had been married for a few years. My kids were both little, I guess I had been married for probably about four or five years by this time, about five years by this time. I got married very young. And my children were very young. My daughter was four months old. My son was 19 months old. They were just 15 months apart. And we lived on the beautiful island of Oahu. We were there in Hawaii where, you guessed it, the sun almost always shines except for a month out of the year, the rainy season. And the sun always shines and the weather was just perfect. We wore shorts all the time, bathing suits. My children only wore diapers and sometimes not even that because the weather was just so nice. And in the month of December, which on the continent of North America is a very cold month, we moved to Maine. Now, if you don't know where Maine is about as far north where we lived in Maine, because we lived in the northern tip, the very northern tip next to New Brunswick, right there where Canada was right there. We were a mile away from the New Brunswick border. There was nine months of winter, nine months of snow, nine months of snow. And it was cold. It was cold. It was so cold. We wore snowsuits. I wore a snowsuit. So we went from where it was between 75 and 85 degrees all of the time to 50 fucking degrees below zero. 50 fucking degrees below zero. That was fucking cold. And it's holy shit. And so I don't know anybody. It's the days are very short in the winter like that. I didn't even venture out until I think it was nearly March when there was seemed to be a lot of melting going on. And what happened is I became more and more depressed. I ate more and more sugar. I would make a batch of cookies every day. And my practice husband, my ex, that guy who shall not be named, would yell at me. And I did not know, care. I, you know, we didn't have cable TV. There was just nothing. I had asteroids. I would play asteroids while my kids were sleeping when they were taking naps. And I would compulsively eat so much sugar that before what had been an issue became a full-blown out problem. My body ballooned to 200, I think at my heaviest, I weighed 264 pounds, something like that. And I'm not talking about weight here because that's not what's important. 
It was every time trying to stuff myself. There was not enough food for me to eat. And this is what I have found when it comes to a lot of other women and even a lot of men now. We constantly compare ourselves to those images that we see in magazines, that we see on TV. We are told there are so many weight loss pills. There are so many weight loss programs. There are so many weight loss everything. Yes, I've had a a membership to every gym, except I don't have one right now because I do this fabulous dance thing at the house and and I move outside because the weather is so nice. What is it about sugar? Because as we feed that, it's like, why did it have to be so much of it? If we only need like 1,200 calories, 2,000 calories, whatever that it is a day, then why can't I just have 2,000 calories of just sugar? And so tell me, would you just take the sugar bowl? Maybe when you were a kid, yes, because pixie sticks is essentially just sugar with a few other things added in. But would you just sit and just eat sugar? Probably not. You got to put it with some other stuff. You stick it with butter. You stick it maybe with some chocolate chips or some oatmeal or peanut butter or something to make it more delectable. With cakes and pies and things like that, we add a lot of fruit with a lot of fake flavorings to it because sugar in and of itself is not very tasty. Did you know that most of us, in fact, nearly all of us, have become addicted to sugar before we're even able to talk? Yes. Because sugar is so prevalent, I challenge you, if you start reading some, um, reading the labels, reading the packages, sugar's in everything. And the food is so scaled down, it's been processed and reprocessed and packaged. It's been enriched. And this has been added to it. And that has been added to it for your flavor. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, your body is hungry. Your body is hungry. What's the big fucking deal about sugar? Well, the big fucking deal about sugar is that 2,000 calories of sugar doesn't feed you, doesn't feed your organs. Everything is just sluggish. And it goes into your body and your body goes, I didn't get any nutrients from that. And it just goes through and nobody, nobody gets fed. And your body is crying out. Your body is screaming. And the more your body cries out and the more your body screams and the more sugar when you're an addict is what goes in. And it's not just sugar, it's it's with all that other stuff, with the flowers and everything else and everything that's been processed and reprocessed. So there's nothing for your body to break down. Your body needs, if you listen to my podcast about feeding your hungry body, I I shared with you that your body is hungry for four things. One is water, one is salt, the third one is sugar, which is what we're talking about today, and the fourth one is energy. So let's talk about that sugar thing because, okay, you might be saying, Lisa, you're contradicting yourself because you said that our bodies are hungry for sugar, right? Yes. Your body is hungry for sugar. Your body is hungry for good sugar. If we look at the other animal on the planet that we share the most DNA with, that would be chimpanzees. And and what is the primary food that chimpanzees eat. It's fruit. They eat fruit. Now, we share most of the same DNA. Yes, we're not exactly the same. There's many differences. And they are able to sustain themselves on fruit when we have been told there's lots and lots of other things that we need to eat. I'm not telling you what kind of diet to have. I don't care if you're vegan, if you're vegetarian, if you're a meat eater, it doesn't matter to me. We're talking about good sugar in the body here. And we're not talking about taking fruit, throwing it into a blender, a whole bunch of smoothies and breaking it down. 
breaking all of it down. So it doesn't matter that maybe you get all the fiber from that anyway, because you didn't throw anything out. Most of the juicing though, throws out the pulp, throws out the fiber in making smoothies and things like that. Many times other ingredients are added, allowing your body to be satisfied with a delicious apple, especially when you're eating fruits that are in season. I'm telling you, this is the first time that I've really been paying attention to eating the fruits that are in season and the melon and the oranges that are happening right now. Oh my goodness. And so we don't take it away from you in an instant. It's not white knuckling it through sugar and all that kind of stuff. Am I saying you can never have sugar again? See, that's a choice for everyone to have. In my particular case, I went to those groups when I lived in Maine, where it was so cold. I, I started joining some of those groups, and one of them was all about handling food and things like that. And so many people just felt there is that word powerless. And I never really liked that word powerless because I don't believe in robbing anyone's power from them, period. And yet I said those words for more than two decades because that's what I had been taught. This is a program that works, right? And everybody is in this. And I had friends that would say to me, you know, Lisa, I really don't think you need to be programming yourself in that way. You're not powerless. You're not powerless. Never powerless. And I wasn't interested in all the people that were whining and I didn't want to be measuring my food for the rest of my life. And I didn't want everything to be about what I couldn't eat. And so I went to a different program, a different 12 step program on an open night with people who had an issue with alcohol. I decided a long time ago, I was going to eat my calories. And so alcohol has never been an issue for me because I was, my calories were going to be consumed the old fashioned way I was going to. And these were people that wouldn't be able to take a drink once in a while. It, it was not, it was no. And living their lives without their drug of choice. And if you look it up, you're going to see, and I will put this in further podcasts, that there are so many similarities on the addiction to heroin. I've never been addicted to heroin. I, sugar was my drug of choice. And addiction to sugar. The parallels are scary in the way that they talk about it. And so have an open mind when you talk about sugar and feeding your body. Your body, remember, is hungry for water, salt, sugar, and energy. So think about the energy of the food that you eat. When you eat a piece of fruit, when you eat some vegetables, well, how, things that haven't been processed. When you shop on the outer edges of the grocery store, and sometimes the outer edges where the bakery stuff is too. I'm not talking about that, but I'm definitely talking all the inside where all the processed and reprocessed stuff is. I'm not telling you how to eat. What we're talking about are the four things that your body is hungry for. What is the energy of a piece of fruit? that is into cantaloupes right now. It's the summertime and they're just fabulous. And I was looking, the apples are coming out because it's moving into the fall. And I was like, oh, these are looking so delicious and so good. And your body, when you enjoy what you're eating, it's all, and you start associating that sweetness with it. Watermelons and melons and mango and and avocados and tomatoes and just so many other things and all of the vegetables that you add with that. I'm not telling you how to eat. I don't care if you're a vegan, if you're a vegetarian, if you eat a lot of meat, whatever it is. I don't even care if you eat sugar some of the time. We're educating you, educating me on what feels right for you. Because if you are eating 
to try to escape or dull a pain, which is the primary reason so many of us became addicted to sugar. I remember all those years ago when Eric Clapton said that the very first drug that he had been addicted to was sugar. Some of you might be a lot younger. You might not know who Eric Clapton is. He had a couple of songs that are pretty well remembered. There was the one about cocaine and You Look Wonderful Tonight. Fabulous guitarist. I digress. It's you and your fabulous body. It's you feeling good in your fabulous body. I don't care what it is you, as long as what you eat. I don't care about what you eat, period. That's totally up to you. I just, I just invite you to pay attention, to taste what it is that you're eating because your stomach doesn't have any taste buds. They only exist in your mouth. And when your teeth are used to masticate your food and really chew it down, it flows so much easier through your body. And when you really get all the nutrients and all the fiber and all of the enriched and all the sweetness, oh, it's delectable. Changing up because the feasting is so important. Feasting, enjoying your food, enjoying what you're eating. You're not eating to escape. You're not eating to forget. You're not eating to numb out or anything like that. You are feeding your body. You're feeding your hungry heart. You're feeding your hungry mind, your hungry soul, your hungry spirit. And how does it get any better than that because you are fucking fabulous. You are brilliant. Feeding you body, mind, heart, and soul. And hey, I've got a free gift for you. If you go to bookwithlisa.me, that's bookwithlisa.me, I've got a free gift for you so that you can start exploring this and having fun with it and playing with it and challenging what it is that you really like. So that's bookwithlisa.com. And you can go ahead and book a discovery session while you're there with me too. 30 minutes. Let's talk. It's totally free. Let's talk and see what it is that moves your life in the direction that you choose. So until next time, this is Lisa. You are fucking fabulous. Goodbye, gorgeous. And I'll see you next time.